This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast of Critical Hit, a gaming show by gamers for gamers on Joy 94.9. Wow, Kev, I can't believe you found the boss key. I know, and I couldn't have done it without you, Luke. You're listening to Critical Hit, Joy's only video game show. It's by gamers, for gamers. Yes, you are here on Critical Hit here on a Saturday afternoon, bringing you all the gaming love and joy that you so crave. I am Luke, and I am joined... By Archer. Are you really? Are you Luke? I uh, yes. I'm suspicious now. I, that well, was, that was that was odd. That's the beard. Uh, it <laughs> tricks people into thinking <laughs> things. Speaking of beards, Ronnie is back again. Yes, back again. Two weeks in a row. Who would have thunk it? I know, right? You're such a slut. <laughs> I love it. And um, speaking of. Of people that have been here two weeks in a row. I meant of people that have been here two weeks in a row. Uh-huh. Sure you did. The wonderful Viv has joined us again. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. And um, today on this show, we always lose the plot so early. Um, but today is all about... It's our last preview show for 2016. So over the last few weeks, we've been talking about the big games coming out for all the major platforms. So we started with multi-platform. Then we went to Xbox after that, last week was all about Nintendo. And we've saved the best to... Wait, no, we're not showing a bias, are we? 
No, definitely not. I don't think I, it could be the best. In your mind, Ooh. you think it might be the best? No, I'm just joking. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> uh, we're talking about PlayStation 4 and what they've got in store this year. Some very, very exciting things going on in the world of PlayStation. Uh, a lot of interest, a lot of hype around a certain VR that is launching this year as part of it, but also lots of fantastic games as well. So later in the show, we are going to be talking about those games, about what we think is going to be good, what we have concerns about, and um, hopefully just get ready for a massive 2016. And um, I mean, overall, over the last few weeks, guys, there's so many cool games coming out to look forward to that it's kind of just already feeling like it's a bit too much. It's a bit like an overload for me. I want them to release some games already. I mean, I'm actually getting a little (laughs) bored. I don't have any new games to play. That's because we've just been talking about it, and we're so excited now that we've been talking about it forever. Like, dude, it's it's not coming out yet. It's like (laughs) mid-January. Just relax. I want some games. (laughs) It's been three weeks. Give Um, me some games. Give me some games. I mean, you know, the first big release, in terms of marketing and stuff like that, I mean, um, Unravel in a couple of weeks. It's only three weeks away. Uh, just looks so pretty and plays really well as well. So that's going to hit. And then before you know it, you've got Bang Street Fighter Five around the corner. And then you've got just after that stuff like The Division, Quantum Break, Uncharted. It's going to hit pretty big pretty quickly, unless they're delayed. Unless they're delayed, they probably won't be. But don't j- jinx it. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the downtime. Enjoy the chance to go back and play some games that you might have missed last time. Well, it is three weeks in, and the division's already been delayed again. So it's true. It's true, and, oh. it might, and it probably get delayed again and again. Oh, poor division. Poor division. <laughs> so uh, now, guys, it is a good time to catch up on games that we uh, have missed over the last couple of years. So let's talk about what we're playing at the moment, and um, I'll kick it off because uh, I, I forgot to do mine last week. Uh, which I was told by Kev just afterwards. But um, I'm actually playing Mad Max at the moment. Oh. Which I didn't think... I didn't think too much of the film. Like, the film was okay, but I'm not, like, a Mad Max fan. So the game, on a basic level of, like, where it was set, didn't really appeal to me. But, you know, it's by the Warner Brothers guys who, of course, made Batman and Shadow of Mordor. So pretty much take the open world, completing tasks, and pretty much the exact same combat from those games and place it in like this futuristic Mad Mad, Mad Max kind of setting and basically that's what the game is so it makes me want to play it I'd play that yeah, yeah I didn't know it was by Rocksteady I know mm, no. yeah Avalanche Avalanche they're the ones that made Just Cause as well but it's it's that same it's in that same stable with as Warner Brothers so pretty much the combat has been ripped from Batman much like Mordor was ripped from Batman as well mm, okay. so it's really fun it's the whole countering system and all the combat's really crunchy like every punch feels like sounds kind of nasty and kind of brutal and he, like, picks them up and slams them on the ground, and Ooh. it's really violent. I'm talking, like, you know, gun-to-the-head stuff. <laughs> it's it's really fun. It's it's over-the-top action. There's, like, car combat where you're, like, battling other cars and trying to ram them off the road. Big explosions. How's the soundtrack? I think we talk about stuff like that enough. It's, it's all right. Like, it, it's the same as the film, you know? So kind of a bit epic, but also very quiet when it needs to be because that whole world is kind oh, of good. desolate and because there's, there's moments in games where it's just like the volume of the music it just drowns out the dialogue and it's like it makes why? me turn the music off yeah <laughs> yeah no the music um, it only kicks into gear when you're actually doing something major in the story you know when you, you see the elements coming up and you're like taking over a certain area and there's a person you're going to meet so that's when the music kicks into gear but the rest of the game it's kind of subtle um, obviously, when you when you're fighting, the action music comes in, fades into the background, you know. So it's what you'd expect from that kind of game, but it's really fun. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, someone who didn't even like the film or like Mad Max that much, but the game is genuinely really cool. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm into at the moment. 
about you, Archer? What are you playing right now? Me? Well, as the advice you just, guys gave me just before, I've retroactively been playing some games that I just hadn't gone around to. Yes. Up until recently. Um, so, like, I, what are you playing? Um, game of Thrones, the Telltale game. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, so, it's probably my least favourite of the series, but that doesn't mean it's bad. Least favourite of the Telltale series, yes, you mean? least favourite yeah. of the Telltale series. So, yeah. I've been catching up on that. Um, I finally got around to finish Beyond Eyes, that... Little game uh, about the blind girl. Yeah, right. Where the world sort of um, appears based on sounds that are made and stuff like that. Is that kind of what it is? Or yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks cool. Yeah, have a few drinks. Uh, no, or not <laughs> responsibly. <laughs> yes, responsibly. <laughs> responsible drinks. Um, it's a bit slow, but I know it was a good thing to chill out with. Okay, cool. Yeah. Is that it. Anything else? No, I've been too. playing much. <laughs> I, I've been really busy. Busy it's, start of the year. It's that time of year. It's midsummer at the moment. It's all nothing, happening. Nothing, so. nothing new to play that really drive me into it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, now, Ronnie, have you played anything different? No, since I'm last still, week. I, I'm just about to get the internet again, so I'm so excited. I'm going to go out and buy so many games, and then I'll have so much more to talk about. I'm still playing Shadow of Mordor. Yes, because um, the game is still great, You'll and I'm it. still having so much fun. You play it till it's done. Yeah. You know, you can play your games offline, right? Yeah, I know, but I don't like playing games without being able to experience the full, everything that they want you to experience. So I like the online thing. I like playing online. I'm an MMO, MMO kid from way back, so... Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> yes. why I got sucked into Destiny so bad. <laughs> uh, stop saying the D word on this show. Why? Oh, the D word is okay. <laughs> Destiny holds up these days. That's been on my playlist a bit recently. Ugh. I will be getting the Taken King. Eventually, as soon as when the internet comes, as back soon as it comes you. on, yeah, it's yeah. the first thing I'll buy because I, I owe it to the game. Yep, fair enough. Now, Viv, what are you playing at the moment? Well, I'm still playing through Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memories, of course, getting prepared for Kingdom Hearts coming up this year. Yes. Um, aside from that, probably Nico Atsumi. and um, I don't know if it counts or not, but I've gotten back into Tamagotchis. So, so <laughs> that's. That's awesome. But Nico Atsume? Is that? Nico Atsume. What is, is that? that? that cat game? Yeah, it's like oh. it's on the mobile and it's it's. I it's had a not bunch really... of friends stay at my house the other night. <laughs> and then in the morning, we were all sitting in my room and they were all playing this cat game. And they were like, little, little butts. Because they have little <laughs> dots for buttholes. Yeah. Right. Now, cute. <laughs> in this game... Buttholes aside, in this game, it's <laughs> it's literally you don't you like leave treats out and food yeah, and like cushions and stuff, and then you leave it for a while and you come back and there's cats there, right? Yeah, it's essentially just like a cat collection kind of game. It's, yeah. it's definitely for cat fans or crazy cat ladies of the future. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like the same um, engrossment as uh, what's it called the the llama game that was really popular a while ago. Some llama collecting game? Uh, There's no, a llama collecting game. game. Mutant llama game. There's a mutant llama collecting game. You were a mutant llama, and what you had to do was attack the other llamas and then absorb them. You absorb their then, power, and then you like transform. Katamari? You mutate and get bigger. No, it's more terrifying than Katamari. <laughs> like, it's actually terrifying. How have I not played this game before? You guys know, holding out on me. Is this a little Unity game? It was available on all the mobile devices, and you just play it, and you... Attack all the llamas and you absorb oh, the llamas, yeah. and then I want to. Was it no? Was it llamas or alpacas? It could have been alpacas. Al- alpaca. Okay, that's alpaca. Llama evolution. I think it was called no, llama evolution. Uh, one of the two alpacas, alpacas llamas are the same thing. This is it, amazing. Well, they're it close enough. Me. Oh, I'm just like gosh. a fan right now. I'm like, this is amazing. It's amazing. It really is. It's and what did they transform terrifying. into? Terrifying. And at the <laughs> end, you turn you um, defeat God and you become God. 
Wow. You just so, gave away the ending. Wow. Doesn't matter. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you'll, you'll still experience it. it. it spoiler alert. Retroactively, spoiler alert. Yeah. You're an atheist. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, cool. I've learned something today. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Uh, the video game world is very vast in what it does, obviously, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. Be scared of the lines. <laughs> I'm very scared. I'm very <laughs> scared alpaca. indeed, yes. Uh, coming back shortly, we are going to be talking all about the news of the week. And on top of that as well, we are going to be later in the show, like I said, going through the big releases for PlayStation in 2016. So a bit of talk about some Uncharted, some uh, some No Man's Sky, and uh, some VR as well. So lots to talk about later in the show. You're on Critical Hit on Joy 94.9, and without further ado, it is time for the news. With the games industry changing so often, it can be hard to keep up. That's why on Critical Hit, we deliver you the news that matters. Yes, we definitely do. And um, looking at the news this week, guys, a few things have happened. Um, firstly, I didn't even realise um, what had actually occurred with the PlayStation Network going down. It's because you play on Xbox Live. Well, no, no, I, I play on PlayStation as well. But like, I, I didn't even know this was even a thing until I read this news article, but it went down for a day, apparently. Were you aware of this? You yeah, this it's not uncommon with PSN. Well, <laughs> shade. Wow, well, right, This is actually really surprising me that they're doing it this time. Well, yeah, because it's happened a few times, right? And they've had different ways of dealing with it. So, More in this case, few. before we go over the past, let's look at the, the now. At least no one's credit card information was compromised this time. Yeah, Ooh. or accounts like in Steam the other week as well. Oh God, um, it seems to happen a lot. Anyway, let's get through this first. Okay. <laughs> so, basically, it happened. It was down for a day, and due to the interruption, now they've given you. Or if you have PlayStation Plus, they've given everybody a one-day extension to their PlayStation Plus. As like an apology, as like a bit of a, sorry guys, here you go. There's voucher codes in email, but also you can just go online to your PlayStation and activate this within your PlayStation, which makes more sense anyway. Now, Mm. I, I think that a day almost is kind of pointless. It makes it seem like a bit of a slap in the face to me. Like, it's like, it's down for a day. It's not the day that inconveniences people it's the fact that it's down at that moment for those people like the time that they've paid for isn't the value that the PSN is presenting and what they're missing out on is that opportunity for their friends and I think it's a bit of a like ha we gave you a day now you can't complain ha yeah I mean well it's it's a gift but still complain because it went down like for like four days straight at one point and I know it wasn't their fault but the hackers yeah 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 still went down and there was a the time it went down for a longer period, about a year and a half ago, or two years ago, and they gave free games. They gave you a choice of a bunch of free games. That was back when it was PS3. The, I think, um, mm. it was a it was a couple of, it was about four years ago now. Wow. Um, but yeah, that was the huge compromise of the PSN. So that yeah. was it was down for a month. Yeah, wow. and they gave free games, two free games for that one, um, which was really I felt good about that. Like when I got two free games for the fact that I couldn't play for a month, I was like. Okay, that's that's nice because the realistic thing is right is they don't have to do anything really. They don't like they don't have to give anything up for free. Well, that time they really did because they um they also uh, lost a ton of people's credit card information and identity details, and so a lot of people they also insured all PSN users for a million dollars of anti um identity theft fraud. But that would have been enough. 
they wouldn't have had to give free games as well. well you Technically. Def- it's an image thing. That's why the games come through. Yeah, but they didn't have to, though. That's what I'm saying. They could have done nothing. And you still would have played, because what are you going to do? Oh, I'm not playing online now. I'm not going to play Call of Duty this weekend because they were offline for a month. No, you're going to play anyway because it's all you can do. You know, like you're not going to. Well, what you can do is sell your system and go to the competitor. That's the whole thing. Really? Um, It was down for a month. I'm going to sell my PlayStation and go and buy an Xbox. A month is a long time. That's a joke. There's so much you can do in offline gaming. You don't need to play online. Like you just don't. I know. I know. But that's that's the thing. It's it's not you. You wouldn't do it. You already own the other other systems. Not just me, but I don't think anyone would do that. I think it's ridiculous. I think you would potentially lose multiplayer sales oh, maybe multi-plat sales on software maybe yes but, but that's that's a thing that yeah. that's why they're that's what they're protecting themselves from but people are going to sell their console and be like i'm getting a new console now there was a lot of like i don't know if it was just talk but a lot of people were like that's it for me i'm done with playstation i'm going to xbox there <laughs> yeah, was a lot of that if i don't know that if it sounds was like a like, fit to me yeah. well if a yeah. system compromises your credit card information that for a lot of people that's reason enough not to use it I, I, I just don't know about that. Maybe you know? not you. But I, I'm thinking about generally. Not me, not me either. But I know people who are like that, who are quite thinking about their privacy. And if a system compromised it like that... They are those would, they people playing online every weekend, They wouldn't though? trust the company. Yeah, I guess, but... It's a trust. I, I don't know. I just don't know if it's that, that big of a deal in that sense. Anyway, I mean, this was, this was four years ago now. We're talking about yeah. this one, which is a day. <laughs> um, and it's a code for a day. And it's like, eh, it's a bit of a... It's nothing. It's an empty gesture. They could have just added it to everyone's accounts and that would have been nicer. In my opinion. Or, or even just do an extra PS Plus game next month. Or a good one. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just because you're cut about Grim Fandango not being very good oh, anymore. Hey, I didn't even bring that up. I messaged that to you. <laughs> you posted it on your Facebook. That actually. was off air. It's in public. <laughs> it's Wait, out there. What happened? I actually got Grim Fandango as part of PS Plus and doesn't like it. It doesn't hold up. Oh. Do you like it? I loved that game when I was younger. Have you played it now? I haven't because I haven't had the internet. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. This is how every conversation with Ronnie has ended in the last two months. Did like, you see that YouTube months. video? Seven months. <laughs> it's just constantly like blah, 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 but I don't have the internet. Yeah. Like it's just constant. <laughs> Get over it, man. Now, in more news, um, now this one actually caused a, a bit of controversy and it's, it's pretty bad actually. So... Um, basically, a video game appeared onto app stores and Google Play and iTunes um, that was basically about killing Indigenous Australians. That was one of the major things that you did in this game. It was called Survival Island 3 Australia Story 3D. And um, basically, it has you running around um, this desert, this Australian desert, and all of a sudden, like, it'll... It'll say on the screen, the Aboriginals are coming and they'll come with spears and stuff and you have to kill them. And, like, obviously it's awful and it, it somehow, I don't know how these games get on the store in the first place. I don't yeah, know who approves these. Yeah, it'd be some kind of, like, screening process. Like, uh, yeah, oh, the fact that it was on Google disgusting. Play does not surprise me because they don't screen anything. Um, iTunes is, apparently does have a, a stringent screening process, so I was surprised it got onto the iTunes well, store. Well, I thought PC and Steam did as well, but I remember last year there was that... <laughs> Steam screening things. Don't they? No. At all? Well, obviously all they don't. garbage. Because, I mean, last year you saw well. um, Kill the... I won't say the word, but, you know, Kill the Gays, basically, was the game that came out last year on Steam. And and are you kidding me? No, that got taken down as well, very wow. quickly, but it was literally a game about killing gay people. Um, so, I mean, this isn't the first time something like this has happened. Um, obviously, in this case, it's heavily racist and pretty horrific and... Totally a blown up, over the top stereotype that isn't even really accurate 
you know, you no, know, it's, it's ridiculous. It's it ridiculous. Is, it is absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah, I think the biggest disappointment out of this story is the fact that they got into the stores at all. Both Google and Apple and Microsoft and Valve and Sony all need to be monitoring their stores better. Like that, that shouldn't even make it to the public eye in these storefronts. No, and stuff like this. Hope you'd think you would think that stuff like this would make them just tighten up that process a little bit and just go, you know what, let's check this first. Let's check out these games. I mean, Surely can't be hard. Like, <sighs> just play let's it for just make sure minutes. that this game isn't abhorrently disgusting yeah. and racist. Who has it, you know, just play How the game for five... that a hard thing to do? Yeah, exactly. Play the game for five minutes every game. That's, that's your job. Just do that yeah. and you'll see quickly whether it's going to be like that or not. I mean, this is... It was really, really poor. I hope the developer accounts got removed. Um, I'm not sure about that. Possibly. Yeah, I know. I just hope. That, yeah. <laughs> I hope so too. Look, um, very quickly, 90,000 signatures on a petition condemning the game happened within a couple of days, which was really great. I mean, mm. I don't think it would have taken much to sign that. I mean, this is not some weird, there's not something where you can interpret it one way or another. This was clearly bad. You know what I mean? It wasn't like Target with GDA a couple of years ago. Yeah, this is clearly wrong. And so the right thing's been done. It's been taken down. But yeah, I mean, how did it get through in the first place? I don't. I don't understand. Yeah. Was it, it, it's like the killing the indigenous people. Is it like the main aim of the game? Pretty much. It's survive so in Australia just... and one of the central enemies are indigenous peoples who are in face paint and have spears. Mm, so God. it's incredibly racist and yeah. just it shouldn't. Yeah. Um, I don't know who made... I, I, I'm hoping, you know, because I try and see the good in people. I'm hoping whoever made this game just didn't think it through. And is not just no. super racist. I, I hope they just saw not, an Australian stereotype and just thought not that. Just one person that made the game. There would have been other people who would have looked past and be like, "That's funny. That's the thing." Like, well, there should the- have been at least one person who could have stood up and be like, "That's messed up." You see worse things coming out from with a lot of bigger people, to, a lot of more people looking and seeing it. Like some advertising campaigns are like, "Oh my god, how did that?" get through so many people looking at it and still yeah. make it to the press. Yeah, well, I have a feeling that I saw this. Uh, game in an article and they were talking about it and they were kind of making it out to seem like this kind of educational game I think it's so game. like everyone kind of gets like what what um australia kind of is in like the indigenous era but mm, if you want to do a game about what australia mm, is you need to have some dude in a house and have a giant effing spider come out of nowhere <laughs> and you have to burn the house down that's what australia <laughs> is right oh mate what the hell is that Oh, Corgi, there's a sp- It'll just be me standing on a table screaming. Like, <laughs> oh, Crikey, look at that one. Oh, there's a oh. snake in my dunny. Like, that, that's what Australia... That's what it should be. And it uh, should just be, you know... Quick, get the Vegemite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what po- accent was that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Right? I'm not a very good Australian, I guess. And it's like politicians in Speedos. And it's just this really oh, weird yeah. world that everyone is a part Shout of. See, onions. that is actually satire. I would play that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think there's a market here, guys. Yeah. I think we should make it. Um, no, it, it's purely racist. And even if it was just the one dude who didn't realise it was racist, that's part of the issue. Not realising that that is problematic... Yeah, it's oh, just yeah. insane. Exactly. It's it's crazy, crazy level of being naive, and I hope I hope that's all it is. I'd rather someone be dumb than someone th- actually, you know, think this is great, like killing Aboriginal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hope that they're just really dumb. Education really moment. Hope. That's called Hanlon's razor. Um, yeah, it's always assumed it okay. that people are stupid rather than insidious. I have to think that. Mm. Yeah. But it still this, doesn't make world. it okay. Ignorance is not okay. No, it's no. not, but it's, it's better than it's the alternative. 2016. It's better exactly. than maliciously wanting to do that, though. Yeah. 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 It's tough, it's tough. And uh, in some light news, just to finish off the news today, um, the band Iron Maiden is getting a free-to-play mobile RPG. <gasps> 
Uh, it comes with a powerful soundtrack, of course, because Iron Maiden has done the soundtrack. Um, this isn't just a fan that's made this, though. It's actually um, the founder and primary songwriter and bassist of Iron Maiden, who has decided to make this game, wants to be the founder of it and make it happen. Um, now, I don't like Iron Maiden because I don't like metal and stuff <laughs> like that. Now, Ronnie, you like metal and stuff. Is this like a, is this a cool thing to I... you? Like, Do you think this is good or are you like, no, why? what are you doing? this is just... An old oh. band trying to squeeze more money out of a gimmick. No. Yes. No. Look, I, I understand the appeal behind Iron Maiden. I'm not really into them. But this is 100%. How can we make more money? No. Like, I... This is the kind of stuff you would expect from, like, Metallica. Like, we're, <laughs> like, just, like... Oh, come on. Metallica's amazing. Yeah, but I think we're a bit out of this conversation, Luke. <laughs> Let him go. Let him go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! No, I think it, I think it sounds cool. I, Metallica I are like the kind the of guys that would sue an eight-year-old for drawing their logo on a book. No, like, so then oh Nintendo. My gosh. Yeah. No, they are not. Stop it, Archer. <laughs> hey, it's not my fault. They're the ones doing it. Stay um, out of it. Anyway. Not doing it now. Viv- Vivian. Okay, so if if it isn't selling out, like Ronnie says, um, what exactly would it be about? They're a band. The band is that's the brand. How will you yeah. make a mobile RPG about that? That isn't just selling out. Well, they've. <laughs> made <game>. They've made <laughs> RPGs for a lot less, you know, with a lot less content Crickets. and stuff. Like. What was that game? <laughs> what was that game? No, no, no. What was the game that was like the the rock action game that Jack Black was in? Yeah, a few years oh, ago. Oh, um, Brutal Legend. Brutal Legend. That was a Tim Schafer game, though. So you can't really yeah, call that. That, was oh, okay. different. that wasn't mm-hmm. him being like, "I'm going to squeeze money out of me." Like he didn't um, need to do that. This is like, more like Fifty um, Cent Blood Money. Guys, guys, guys! Yeah, exactly. It's a free-to-play mobile RPG. So yeah. calm your farm. Free-to-play. <laughs> they microtransactions, yeah, I'm sure. Exactly. But I mean, it's it's free to play. What's the harm in some fun? Press I mean, start. Pay fifty cents. <laughs> There are worse ones out there, honestly. There are bad ones out there. Yeah. One dollar per chord. Like, I'm just thinking is... about other possibilities <laughs> for other bands making games. I'm just like, wouldn't a Spice Girls RPG be amazing? You know, stuff like that. Yeah, stuff well, I'd right imagine now. that the girls out there would probably be thinking, oh, yeah, One Direction. Oh. Wow, that was sexist, Vivian. The young girls out there. You know, there's plenty of young boys out there that love One Direction as well. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Luke. They all got something. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, Zane, uh, no jokes. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that... Um, there's room for the, there's room for a Kardashian game to be top selling on the store. There's room for an Iron Maiden game. You know, like exactly. why not? Also, like, come on. That Kardashian game is kind of disgusting. I hear it's really good. <laughs> I haven't played it. <laughs> I hear really it. Good. I hear it's good. How? I I've just heard this. I haven't actually played. it. I hear it's good. Can you it, please play it before the next show yeah. and let me know? We'll have a review. That's what your next review is on. Let's no, not available on Windows Mobile. On. I'm I'll sorry. I'll lend you an iPhone. Okay. You don't like, to do let's any let's do it. Let's do, do Archer reviewing a weekly terrible game because he heard it was good. <gasps> that would that would be so good. We'll, I would love that. It's we'll, a great segment. We'll workshop <laughs> it.
here on Critical Hit on Joy 94.9. Bit of Horizon Zero Dawn soundtrack there for you. And we played some Uncharted soundtrack there at the top of the show. And uh, today, guys, we're talking about part of our 2016 uh, preview shows. Now, this is the last one, actually, talking all about things PlayStation 4, which is very, very exciting. Now, um, we're all PlayStation 4 owners in this room, right? Yes. Yes, yes we are. Yes, excellent. Partly. It's relevant. You share yours, right? Yeah. Housemates. Fair but enough. But still. This is as good as yours, gets you, is it? Yeah. This is an exciting segment for you, Luke. One of your favourite series. Have a new instalment coming out this year. Are we going to start with that? Yeah, well, why not? Which one? There's it's so many. T- it's at the top of the list. Oh, so Ronnie's looking forward to this one as well. Yeah, Almost more than me, I think. Series. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, Ronnie's yeah. a massive fan. Yeah, so, is... And you're not going to let him review it. That's just... No, you can. Um, <laughs> Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. The fourth uh, instalment or official instalment in the mainline games of Uncharted. Why are you so excited, Ronnie? I'm, I'm just excited for another Uncharted. Like, Nathan Drake is the best character that I've ever played. So, and he's just sassy and he's, he's, <laughs> he's awesome. He's, he's pretty maxi. Yes, he is. He is sassy. I'm not for ready sure. for the game though. Cause it's an thief's end. Like I'm anticipating something horrible is going to happen to someone that I love. So, right. I wonder what's foreboding that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, um, the good thing is, is I know they're saying it's the, the final one of the franchise in terms of Nathan Drake's story and stuff like that. But I mean, we've heard that before <laughs> about other game franchises and, I keep going back to what um, Cliff Blazinski said, who made Gears of War, came up with that, um, when they did the third Gears of War and it finished, and that was the trilogy, and it was done and never going to come back, and he said after that came out, he said, look, the games are going to keep selling and we're going to keep making them. It doesn't matter what we say about storylines and trilogies and stuff like that. If the game's making money, then people will keep making those games. So... And I really believe that, and Gears of War is testament to that. There's been two Gears of Wars since then, plus an Ultimate Edition as well. And, uh, I mean, Halo was meant to finish at three, and then end up having four and five, and spin-offs. And, you know, this is not going to be the last Uncharted. I, I can't think that. Surely not. I hope not. They're a lot of fun. They're, like, they're so good. I, I can't even, like, I think about Uncharted, and I can't speak proper words. Like, I know. Listen to the, listen <laughs> I'm getting that vibe. I can't talk... <laughs> Word English. He has stars word. in his eyes. Yeah, They're sparkling. Oh. There's a sense of fun to Uncharted that many games try to be, but Uncharted nails consistently. And like where, Uncharted yeah. Three was so good, and since then Naughty Dog has had Last of Us, which was amazing. Now with what they learned from the Last of Us, putting it into Uncharted, it's going to be perfect. It will be like the perfect game for me. Yeah. I didn't know they, machine. I wouldn't have thought they'd bring the teams back together, or because they split to do Uncharted 3 and The Last of Us. They had two separate teams. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, you played... Now, you reviewed the Uncharted collection uh, last did. year, and um, you said particularly with your review that the controls really improved on the PlayStation 4 compared to the PlayStation 3. I think that's just my own bias towards the PlayStation 4's far superior controller over <laughs> the absolutely atrocious DualShock 3. But it is a superior controller. You're right, it is superior, and it should be, because it's the next generation of controllers. Like, it's meant to be better. Thank you, Sony. So, yeah. And, um, I mean, you must be a bit keen on Uncharted 4, surely. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty keen on it. Um, there are much bigger... There are other titles in the PlayStation lineup that I'm more keen on. Like, um, the first Uncharted game I actually finished was The Golden Compass on the Vita, which I actually right. really enjoyed, and it was a really solid Vita title. I'm surprised that didn't come get ported over to something else, just as a... Because was it put on PS3 in the end? Um, I think it might have been ported over as a downloadable, maybe. Maybe later on. Yeah. But yeah, yeah even you might, so. You might be right. Yeah. I, well, I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, it struggled with the PlayStation Vita's limitations and its controls. 
You like everything does. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, um, but uh, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the collection. I I need to get around to finishing all of them. Yes, uh, this is, it was a lot of content. It was a lot of content. I mean, this is the, this is by far the biggest game Sony have under their belt right now in terms of marketing, in terms of hype. Oh, definitely. It's been delayed a couple of times, but I think. And I think it's going to be a slam dunk. I mean, it's a proven successful franchise, a proven well-made franchise. The gameplay videos we've seen for the last year have been solid and rule-worthy, and I think everyone just wants to play it I think now. it's Sony's biggest franchise from their biggest developer. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And look, I, I think everyone's going to... If, if people haven't bought a PlayStation 4 yet, that's probably going to be the thing that tips them over the edge, I would say. It should be. Yeah. It's really interesting because, um, like... I don't usually consider like adventure style games to be that bigger system sellers. I mean, I like them much more than FPSs, but like the general public who are silly seem to prefer an FPS style game. <laughs> well, back in the day, it used to be um, when consoles launched, it was the FPS on the console that everyone waited for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when PlayStation 2 came out, it was Time Splitters, you know, when um, yeah, other game consoles have come out. It's Halo. Like Halo over Xbox. It's Halo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Halo 2 on Xbox One, whatever it was. Like, it always seems to be a shooter, Perfect Dark Zero on the Xbox 360. And then Sony Pretending Killzone was any good. But Resistance was on PS3 as the yes, launch title that, as well. That was, that was good. I heard it that was, was really good. It's always a big shooter. It had Destructo scenery. It was good, it was good. It? Yeah. Now, uh, moving on to the next game on our list. Another one that's got a lot of hype, but this one... Could go either way, I still think. I'm not 100% on it. You're going to be me this week. I'm going to be one, a bit. I'm going to put my Archer hat on. Now, yep, Archer hat. No Man's Sky. So, No Man's Sky is a procedurally generated space world where you can fly around in a spaceship and explore mm. all kinds of things like different planets. You can find creatures. You land on the planets, you can catalogue different creatures and different wildlife and different plants and stuff like that. And. The world is so big that it will take literally thousands of years to explore everything in it. So you can't possibly see it all. And it's um, it looks really interesting. Now, Viv, you're grinning yes, massively. Yes, I am. <laughs> Why? So I'm really looking forward to it. Like, Why is there's, that? There's not a, that a lot of games that are out there like this. Uh, and I just, uh, just the whole idea of it is really exciting, of a world that just, like never ends universe, I should say. Yeah. That never ends, and it will never get boring now because there's always something new, and the art style is amazing. It's a pretty game. It's v- very pretty. Viv's, it's pretty. Viv's like a super optimist, so like my polar opposite. Um, now, <laughs> much. my fear, like I'm looking forward to it as well, and I hope it lives up to the hype. But when you have a gigantic game, and especially if it's procedurally generated, you run two risks. You run the risk of having too much content, which is just the player's overwhelmed and doesn't know what to do, yeah. which is a potential which I don't think we're going to hit with what we've seen of the gameplay so far. Um, or it's too spread out and you don't have a goal and you end up just being lost for what your objective is, which is my bigger fear from what we've seen so far. We yeah. don't. They haven't said anything about a plot or any sort of narrative that brings the universe together, or any reason to actually play it. Like, it may have an infinitely expanding universe of worlds and planets to look at, but if you have no reason to do it, why do it? Well, I think it'll kind of um, be for the gamers that are into kind of exploration aside from anything else. Like, people who don't really want a goal. Because I know that I used to play uh, the Harry Potter games, and I used to spend hours just roaming around in the scenery and I really liked that yeah. and that's what I like I think that I think you've hit the nail on the head I yeah. think that some people and people are loving the idea of this the idea of 
no goals and an open world and do whatever you want and fly and find things and yeah. I might find things that you'll never find and that's really cool because I'm like I'm discovering things in the universe and that's very exciting and it definitely has that appeal but then this game is I guess like me and Archer who kind of go well hang on what am I doing though what's my end goal what, where is the finish line? Where's the checkpoint? Where is the thing that keeps me going from one thing to another? If I'm just discovering creatures and things without any context of what that means to me as a character in the game, mm. then what am I actually doing? And I think it's the same thing when you play games like GDA, for example, right? Some people play GDA and they go through the story, mission by mission, love the story, spend a lot of time doing that. Some people just grab a rocket launcher and start blowing yep. stuff up yeah. <laughs> and run around and try and hit people and try and you know do all kinds of different things and communicate and play sports and change their character and how they look and all this stuff that, to me, doesn't interest me. But they're taking this sandbox universe that's been made and they're not even touching the story, they're just playing around in it. Yeah. So I think there's two different types of gamers and I'm interested to see whether No Man's Sky can cater to both. I think you've got it there. Um, but I I think a lot of people have get a sandbox and you're like, this is fun. They run around doing whatever they want to do. But I don't think people do that for very long. I think they will do that and they'll do oh. it like on and off. But I don't think that's something you will sink 50 plus hours into just not having a goal, just messing around. YouTubers I mean, would. For yeah. sure. Even that, let's players will of, definitely spend a lot of time in that game. A lot of share well, play and stuff, have, yeah. They have a goal. Their goal is to Not, entertain their viewers. Mm, that's, what, that's what they're doing they're in that They're still playing it for their own entertainment as well, of discovery. I know a lot of people, mind. though, that with games like Skyrim, that was the game for me where I know a lot of people who would just go in and they would just play it endlessly without even touching quest lines. Yeah. But just, will they do things? Yeah. Like, they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't play, like... The main quest line, you know, they play all the little side quests and things like uh, that. They go and kill things, and there's there's got to be there's but like cataloging creatures and things could be a side quest in yeah. itself if you take it as that. But I, just, I don't, I don't, think I don't know how to make gonna... a game with nothing to do. Not nothing to do. That's that's different though. But having a clear objective versus having something to do is is different, you know. And I'm curious. I hope it goes well. Like I think it looks amazing, and I'm keen to play it. Like, I'm so keen yeah. to try. I think it's going to be really refreshing because okay. it will yes. be so different so, to what we're used to. All the creatures and plants are randomly generated, correct? Yes. yes. Um, but it's it's like snowflakes. They're all unique, but they all look the same in the end because they're all you. You just have all of it. It's it's, it's they're well, essentially the same thing after a while. I haven't seen enough of it to probably I know. properly That's say true, that. Yeah. I know. I, I, I want get to see you, more, but I want to see. I want to see again. I want to see um, someone sit there and play it for a while. Un- unbroken by cuts in the editing in the video and stuff and just watch someone play for a couple of hours to get a gist for how the game plays from start to finish. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I want to yep. see that. Unless they actually start releasing some good gameplay trailers, this might be the first game that I wait and watch a bit of a let's play before actually buying. Mm. It's going to be the game that I go and watch on Twitch for a while yeah. to see if I like yeah. it. Now, I want to head into simpler times, guys, and talk about one that we know what it's going to be, and it's going to be a big release. comes out, actually, in less than a month. Um, Street Fighter V, a really big game for Sony to have as an exclusive over Xbox, and now it's going to be on PC as well. Um, but, I mean, when Sony said they were getting Street Fighter as an exclusive, that was a big coup for them. They were like, we've got Street Fighter, it's just it's ours, it's on our console. Um, what do you guys think? Street Fighter, you're on board still, or is it kind of like, eh, whatever? Mm, yeah. There, I is, am not a street there are fan. better fighting games. I'm sorry, but yeah. <laughs> it lost me. It was cool when I was younger, and I'm like, violence is fun. Now I'm like, <laughs> ultra violence is fun. Give me Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like, look, look, 
I think it's interesting. I think there's been. I think for me, there's been too many Street Fighter Four iterations to yeah. actually worry yeah. about yeah. this one. It feels like Street Fighter Four Ultimate Super Duper. You know, Eggs on Toast edition came out like last month. Like I don't, I don't know yeah. if we're ready for another Street Fighter straight away. Like I'll play it if I go to someone's house and play it. Yep. Yep, that's yes. same there. Like, mm. or if I find seventy dollars on the ground, <laughs> maybe then. Oh yes, no way! The no, I wouldn't even spend it on that. Not on that. You're on Critical Hit on Joy 94.9 and we're taking you through our 2016 PlayStation preview and um, straight back into it, guys. Uh, let's talk about Horizon Zero Dawn. Yay, I can uh, talk about this one. Yes. <laughs> now, we have no sense anything about Street Fighter because snore. Snore. <laughs> now, Archie, you are um, generally uh, the pessimist around here, but Horizon, you're very excited about. I love new IP. Um, this is something I like to encourage in the developing <laughs> communities and the publishers. I'm sure they appreciate your encouragement. Yes. <laughs> well, it's just as a community and an industry, we need to encourage new IP more, not just the same things recycled over and over against Street Fighter Five. It's too easy to do your Call of Duty's and your Assassin's Creed all it, the time. Exactly. And uh, Assassin's Creed's a big hitter in that one. It's like it, the overarching story was interesting, but now it's not because then just meandering. So Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes, sorry. It's um, I digress. It's a futuristic <laughs> type of game in the sense of the creatures you're hunting or that are in this world with you are kind of mechanical and robotic and very kind of large scale. And then you play as this kind of sassy heroine who she's a hunter, basically. And in the footage that we've seen, which, you know, haven't seen much since the first footage they showed. Huntress. Represent. Um, yeah, she's... And she has fiery red locks, much like our Viv. Oh, yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she looks badass. <laughs> she does. And um, she's just in this in the footage we've seen, she's hunting these creatures and trying to survive in the wild. And just the scale of it, it looks very epic, but very... Very refined and very well made as well. Yeah. It makes me feel like it's Sony's answer to uh, Scalebound. Um, it, it has a similar feel to me. Like you're just little thing in with gigantic enemies that are around. So yeah, yeah robotic dinosaurs and a huntress. I'm not sure why she's hunting robotic dinosaurs. It doesn't seem like it's intuitive to her survival. Why wouldn't you? Well, yeah. You're not going to eat them. <laughs> I'm sure there's more it's to the it. I know. I'm sure there's more to I'm it. I'm sure there's a reason. I want to see more gameplay. That'd be great. Right, you've watched the trailer gameplay. like 20 times. Yeah, I watched it heaps today. I, instead of doing proper work, sorry, Luke That's and okay. Joe and my bosses, um, I was watching <laughs> the trailer like 500 times because I couldn't get over how good it looks. I couldn't get over how sassy she was yes. and how tough she was. And like, I like it. I'm a big fan of like... Uh, like Monster Hunter, I love those games, and it's it's got that feel about it as well. So yeah. it's going to be awesome. It, why I like it is it pretty much calls for a lot of things that we want more of in the industry. We want new IP. We want yeah. more varied protagonists. We want more creative ideas, in which it provides all three of those points. Yeah, and definitely. so bring on this. Um, the pessimist in me says not, don't get too excited, but I am excited. And bow yeah. and arrows are so much fun in every game. Yeah, so. <laughs> I like the one where she can shoot the the rope into its legs and then tie them to the ground so she can take it down. That looks so cool to yeah. me, like yeah. the idea of really capturing in that sense rather than just shooting it till it's dead kind of stuff. Like I think it looks amazing, so I'm really excited about it. I think E3 last year, that one actually kind of stole the show for me, so very, very keen on that one. Now, taking a slight left turn into RPG territory, so Archer, feel free to take a breather. Jerp, jerp time. Jerp time. <laughs> love, love he went couple of big ones coming out now. Big sequels to much-loved franchises. One of them, uh, Viv, you're across this one, Star Ocean, Integrity and Faithlessness. Yes. Now, uh, long title, but... <laughs> well, they always are, aren't they? Um, yeah. Can they not RPG- do that? <laughs> Star Ocean is a long-running RPG franchise. Has been running since PlayStation 1, I want to say. Um, mm. 
And look, this new one looks pretty amazing as well. Have you checked much out about it, Viv? Uh, not a lot, but from what I've seen of it, I'm just I'm excited for it already. Just it looks yeah. uh, just looks so good, and it just hits my aesthetics. Those right JRPG beats yeah. that we love so much. It does look really, really cool. So that one's one to look out for this year. But another one that I am so excited for, I'm already tapping it as my game of the year. I know you love when people do that, Archer. So it's my game it's of the not year. not out yet, God. <laughs> Play it, it first. Be. It will be. Um, Persona 5. Oh, now, I thought you were going somewhere else with that one. I'm okay. Now get out of here. Persona 5 is it's a sequel, obviously, to a long-running franchise that is about forming relationships in high school by day, but then getting sucked into an underworld demon land at night time to battle demons with your personas, which you collect by trading cards and combining cards to create better personas. So it's pretty much a mashup of a trading card game, a dungeon-crawling RPG, and a social relationship simulator. And the art style is funky and it's cool. It's so cool. It's so cool. And it's set in Tokyo, and I love Japanese aesthetics. I mean, I, yeah. I love Japan. Everyone knows that. Uh, but literally, you're in the subway of Tokyo. It looks like you're there, but with this cool anime cell shady kind of twist, the whole world just looks so funky and so well-realized. And they always have been with Persona. It's one of the trademarks of the franchise. I'm so excited. You showed me the trailer for this. I actually want to play it, which yeah. is you coming, sold me on it. That's something like, coming from yeah. me. You sold me on it a few minutes ago. Yeah. So, However, yeah, you said um, fighting demons in the night, and now all I've got is Sailor Moon stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. But look, um, Persona Persona Four Gold, and it's still the best reason to own a Vita, um, and one well, of any reasons really. And um, Persona Five <laughs> looks amazing, and I just I can't wait. This been it's been about five or no. Seven or eight years since Persona 4 came out on oh, PS2 wow, originally. Long. So this is a long-awaited sequel. So uh, the first three were on PlayStation 1 back in the day. Now, I'm very excited. When you said you were so excited about it, I thought you were actually going to bring up Shenmue 3. I thought that's where you are going. No, I'm talking about that today. We're not, we're I know it's on there, but like, it'll be, I'll, I'll wait and see. Do you feel like I'm going to be pessimistic you know about you it? You know what I feel like, and you'll laugh at me for this. Yeah. Because I'm actually, you'll be like, haha. Have I brought you over I don't think side. it's going to be coming out this year. Really? I reckon it'll be delayed. Because uh, <laughs> of Kickstarter, no, I watched not, about I'm it. not laughing at the you. The other day made it look quite unfinished and not yeah. ready to ship. I reckon 2017. I was just going to call you a slacker backer. No, no. I'm, I'm, I backed it on Kickstarter, right? But I reckon 2017 is much more realistic for Shenmue 3. So I'm not going to talk about it too much today. That's fair enough. Yeah. But um, one that uh, hopefully will come out this year. And um, there's been some skepticism on this one as well because it's been so long since it was first announced to the point where we thought it wasn't even going to happen anymore because it was just like, it seemed the project had died. Talking about The Last Guardian. It still can oh. die. Don't hold your breath. No, 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 <laughs> it can't die. It's not allowed to. It's not allowed did to Did you die. play the um, other Team Ico games in the yes, PS2? Yes, I did. I played Ico yeah. and, oh gosh, what was Shadow of the Colossus. Colossus. Yes, of course. One of my all-time favourites, that one. Personal Jinx. Game. Oh, now the host can't talk. Oh. Awkward. <laughs> Luke, Luke, Luke. Sadness. But yeah, they're, they're amazing <laughs> games, and I, uh, they're just the aesthetic of it is amazing, and it's really hard to describe. But it, uh, the feel of it is it's, just—it's like dark, but also dark, magical, mystical, kind of, and yeah, yeah, creatures that aren't what you're used to, and. But also, they're so human in the way they emote as well. Yeah. A lot of emotion in these games. A lot of really well-crafted soundtrack and a lot of really interesting uh, sort of 
dungeony castles to explore yeah. and stuff. And, and I just, yeah. I love the way that you don't really understand what's going on, but somehow you still seem to find your way around. It's not actual dialogue. It's all yeah. like, man, man, man. You guys seem they- to be reading a whole lot out of five minutes of <laughs> gameplay that yeah, they showed at E3. But that was very scripted. But it, me on this. The I, like, I like the cool dog bird. Dog, dog, bird. dog bird thing, oh, yeah. So cute. But the developers, you know what? I know that's been a long time. I know that there's not much gameplay out still, and I know that it's been a long, long, long road of skepticism and worries and concerns. All those things should make you more skeptic at this point. If it's coming but, out this year, Eco and Shadow of the Colossus—they were incredible. Two of my favorite games yep. I've ever played in my life. Mm-hmm. So I have to have some faith in the development team. I have to have faith that what they put out there is going to be an enjoyable, fun experience. It might not be the best game ever, but I've got to have faith based on their history, right? I know. Yeah. Um, Duke Nukem Forever is going to be great. No, not Duke Nukem. That's different. This is... <laughs> you can't compare that to Eco It was that other 12-year yeah. game. Nah. God, no. No, it's going to be amazing. I honestly think it is. It gets me. I hope yeah. so. I hope it's good. No, it's my type of game if it, if it lives up to its... Um, Hefty standards set Very by the developer. I think it will, and if not, it's going to be kind of like a niche market of people who do like those games, so like Eco and Shadow of the Colossus. So it's, We'll see what happens. Yeah. I, I'm hopeful, though. I want it to be good, and I think it will be. So I'm, fingers are definitely crossed for that mm, one. I'm so looking forward. Now, guys, one more game I want to talk about before we dive into VR quickly is um, the next one from Media Molecule. So talking about dreams. Now, this is another one that could really go either way. They showed a trailer at E3 last year, and it was it was a really funny moment because the developer stood on stage and basically couldn't figure out how to describe the game. He was like, so it's a game. It's like you're in a dream state, and you can make your dreams come to life. So kind of here it is. And he walked off stage, and everyone just kind of went... I'm sorry, what? What's and this is me punching the throat for being a wanker, because that was the worst <laughs> presentation I have ever seen. And I was like, wow, Sony, did you rehearse anything? What is going but on? the trailer spoke for... They should have just left him off stage. The trailer spoke for... If they just shown the trailer as it was, would have been fine. Um, and it's interesting, because it looks like it's some sort of creation suite where you can literally make anything you want to make and create dream sequences. That's what I get out of it. Ooh. Ronnie, you've been thinking about this a lot today. Yeah, so much. When I, I first watched that trailer, and I was like, I don't know what that is, but I want it so bad and it's i just want it it's, it's so cool okay and like i was reading about it and one of the guys were like i just want to make a man out of spoons and he made a man out of spoons so <laughs> if you can do things like that then that means i can make a kingdom full of nachos so I'm okay with it. <laughs> the amazing. trailer seems to be this weird rorschach test because no one no two people i've asked about it have replied with the same comment about what the game actually is and i think that's odd like, if it is a game builder, why weren't we showing tools? If but, it was pro- Project Spark-like, we should have seen building tools, like how this actually thing. works. Like, it looks really engaging, and it looks pretty and cool and cute and interesting and different, because Media Molecule love that stuff. Look at Little Big Planet. Look at um, Tearaway. Like, they're good with that sort of world building. Mm. Well, they but said I that there see is them... a cursor that you use to build with, and it's like a little imp. Yeah, I want to see and it, though. What you, well, I, I did a lot of research. I, I know, but I, know, I mean, but... Yeah, okay, you've got a cursor, but do you use the controller? Do you use a move controller? It, yeah, do you it's, use a... it's, it's motion sensor, so yeah. so you need a camera and a controller. No, I think it's just all with the PS4 controller, Ugh. using the motion on that. But apparently it feels very, in their words, feels very natural, almost like puppeteering. Wow, have the okay. developers said that? <laughs> it's it's yeah, a well. curious title. Again, I have to have some faith in the developer. They've made good things. Did you like Little Big Planet? Yeah, I did. Or um, Bar 3. Yeah, LB3 we don't talk about. Um, yeah. But look, I think I think it has potential if it's 
like you said, Archer, I need to see someone pick up the game, watch them do the tutorial, and watch them play it for the first hour or two, and watch them try and make things. If I see that, and I see them go, hmm, I want to make this, and then it actually can happen based on what they do in the game, then I'm impressed. Mm, yes. If they can't show me that, then the concept instantly fails. I'm not interested. That is that is my biggest problem with everything that's been announced. Well, it was announced, announced last year, and it's coming out this year. Come on, publishers, developers, show us some actual gameplay. What... It, the worry is, what are you trying to hide? What are you hiding from us until the launch? <gasps> yeah. this, it, it makes me concerned if they don't want to show us actual gameplay. But that's why I'm not <laughs> excited about a lot of the games on this list because of that. And reason. you're excited for the one that's <laughs> showed the least amount of how it actually works. <laughs> because that one's just so much more... Have you so played, much more unknown about Have you played that? Spark? I haven't. Project Spark? No. Look, there, look again, this is definitely a wait and see. I think E3 this year is going to be a deal breaker for Sony for a few of these games so we can see where they're at with them and what's going on. So I'm definitely curious when June comes around to see what happens. Yes. Now, some other games coming out quickly as well this year. Going to run through them really fast. Gravity Rush Remastered and Gravity Rush 2. That was a PS Vita game. Yeah, it was on Vita originally, coming to PlayStation 4. Some more RPGs with Tales of Berseria, sequel to Vesteria, and um, Odin Sphere Lafthrasir. Lafthrasir? Lafthrasir. We we tried this before the show. Lifthrasir. Really? Lifthrasir? I don't know. Lifthrasir. And of course, based on the film, based on the game, the Ratchet and Clank game coming out this year as well. I thought it was just a remake. No. It's different. Really? So stay tuned for that one. Lots more games coming. You're on Critical Hit on Joy 94.9. That is all the time we have for today. It's been a great show. Just quickly, though, we didn't quite touch on PlayStation VR yet. It is launching this year. Archer, what do you think? Is it going to be good? It will have been wholly on the price, and if it's as expensive than what was, as what was leaked, it'll probably flop. Yep, fair call. <laughs> Ronnie, what do you think? VR, you keen? I'm excited, but I like laying on my couch and playing games, not running around my bedroom because I like to play in my underwear. So. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll install the camera. Viv, what do you think? I am absolutely keen. It's going to be amazing. I think it'll be really great, and I can't wait for all the horror titles that are going to come out on it. Oh, See, yeah. dirty Very optimists. True. Yeah, look, um, <laughs> but you know what? Me and Viv had a chance to try PSVR at yeah. PAX. I saw it myself, and for the first time with VR, I actually went, oh, it's I, good. Get, I get it. So, Viv, if it costs $1,200, will it still be good? Yes, I mean, that doesn't denounce quality. The price doesn't denounce quality at all. Ooh. It's still going to be good, Will it succeed? how much it is. Will it succeed at $1,200? No mm. way. <laughs> well, lots of questions will there be answered by Sony question. this year. We'll have to see what happens. Uh, massive year for them. Uncharted um, and VR. It could go down as one of Sony's biggest years they've had. Very, very exciting. PlayStation 4 needs a big year after a very small year last year with releases. Archer, Ronnie, Viv, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Glub, glub, he whimpers. And we're going to end with some soundtrack from Gravity Rush here on Critical Hit on Joy 94.9. <laughs>
This has been a Joycast of Critical Hit for Joy 94.9. If you like this podcast, please rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. Achievement unlocked. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.